Welcome to The Light of the World. This is Jerry G. Martin. We are coming upon the most holiest of days that is celebrated by Christian believers. It is the time that we celebrate the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We're going to present you a series of messages that will help you to understand what Jesus Christ did, but more importantly, why he did it. It was to offer sinful people eternal life. I want you to listen closely and even contact someone in your family who needs to know the gospel of Jesus Christ. At the end of today's message, we're going to share an opportunity for you or anyone you know to come to know Jesus. Come and go with us as we walk in the light of God's Word. He said, since we have now been justified by his blood, how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through him? For if, when we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son, how much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved through his life? That's why he did that, so that we can be brought to him and reconciled and saved through his loss. That was the process, that was the mechanism, that was the plan of God to say, how do I redeem these lost people? Somebody got to shed blood for their lives so that they won't have to shed it in the end. Somebody's going to have to pay the penalty for the sin that's in their life. I can do that once and for all and do a blanket salvation for everybody by shedding the blood of my son and anybody who believe and comes under that blood, they can be saved. Verse 11 says, not only is this so, but we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. That's what was happening. That's why he got up. He got up to say, I have conquered death and the grave. That was the last enemy. That's the last thing that no one had been able to conquer. No matter how rich and famous you are, no matter how much money you have, people have tried to find a fountain of youth. They try to find ways to live long time. Nobody had been able to conquer death. Jesus Christ said, I'm coming and I'm going to show you that I am victorious over the last great enemy and that enemy is death and death cannot hold me down. Galatians chapter 3.13, Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us, for it is written, cursed is everyone who's hung on a tree. He says, I have taken your sins. I have been cursed for you. I am taking the sins of the world. That was his only agony, being separated from the Father for those few moments where he says, oh, it's an agony taking this sin for the world. And he died with the sins of the world on his shoulders and he says here in verse 14 he redeemed us in order that the blessing given to Abraham might come through the Gentiles that's us through Christ Jesus so that by faith we might receive the promise of his spirit hallelujah somebody say thank you Lord now you can walk around all you want to not knowing what he's done but I want to tell you what he's done for you so you can have all of your benefits David said, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all of his 
benefits. I want every benefit he has from me. And he's given us the benefit of his Holy Spirit coming to live on the inside of us. To give us power, to give us joy, to give us direction, to give us peace, to give us the wisdom of God. Then Peter put it this way in 1 Peter chapter 2, 23. When they hurled their insults at him, he did not retaliate. When he suffered, he made no threats. Instead, he entrusted himself to him who judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body on a tree so that we might die to sin and live for righteousness. By his wounds, you have been healed. King James says, by his stripes, you are healed. By what he did, he has already established healing for you. You've been healed. You may not know you've been healed, but you've been healed. He says, I have already established healing for you. You've been healed from your sin-sick condition. You've been healed from all the hurt and all the pain, all the depression and oppression. You've been healed from everything that comes your way. Let me close with this passage. Revelations chapter 1 verse 4 says, Grace and peace to you from him who is and who was and who is to come and from the seven spirits before his throne and from Jesus Christ who is the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead. That means he's the first one that's gotten up from the dead. And the ruler of the kings of the earth. To him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood. And has made us to be a kingdom and priest to serve his God and Father. To him be the glory and power forever and ever. Amen. Jesus said when I came up from the grave. And when I was raised up with all power and victory in my hand, you can put an amen at the end of that. Because that is what I have done for you. We are a Christian church, which means we believe in Christ Jesus. The essence, the fundamental doctrine of the Christian church is that Jesus Christ was crucified he died and was raised up from the grave for our salvation. That is the fundamental belief of Christianity. If you don't believe that, you're not a Christian. Let me say it again. Uh, you can say, I'm a Christian because I treat everybody right. Christianity is based on the doctrinal belief that Jesus Christ was crucified. He died and he was raised up again for our salvation. What we need to do is to put our faith and our trust in him and what he's already done and receive him as our Lord and our Savior. And that's the essence for why we are here. We're not here just to have an assembly where we can sing some songs. We're not here just to have an assembly where we can have some nice fellowship and activities for the kids and programs for the adults and life group so you can learn how to do things better. All those are good, but that's not the reason that he came. The reason that he came is so every individual will have the opportunity to take part in the eternal life 
that is that life that you can live eternally in harmony with God and Jesus Christ in that place that he has prepared for you. The Bible says there is going to be a second death. We have a physical death, but there's going to be a second death because we are a spirit living in a physical body. That's why when your body expires, you keep on going. The question is where? There is a destination. You can act like you're going to be here, but we are in a no parking zone. You can find a little parking spot that says you can park here for two hours and then it's a tollway. That's the way our life is. We got a parking place for a couple of hours. Paul said this and Moses also said it in Psalm chapter 90. One day with God is like a thousand years with a man. I put the numbers to it. I, did, I put the calculator to it. So I said, well, what is one hour with God? One hour with God is 42 years with man. So if you got two hours, you got 84 years. You got about two hours worth of parking if you are blessed to live that long. And some of you, you are, you, the clock is still ticking. You already got another 30 minutes. He said, that's all the time we get. Don't act like you're going to live here forever. And I know that's what we want, we're doing. We're, we're investing all of our time, efforts, thoughts, and everything like we ain't going to get here. You can say, I ain't moving. Well, you're going to get towed away because you are in a no parking zone. You cannot stay here. Jesus knows that. And he says, I'm coming so that I can take care of your most important decision that you'll ever make. We mentioned it the other night in John chapter 14. He says to his disciples, I'm leaving and I'm going to prepare a place for you. I'm going to prepare a place for you. If you're going to be, have to get to that place, I got to get this crucifixion. I got to get this sacrifice out of the way so you can get to the place that I'm preparing for you. Every person who's a believer and have given their life to Jesus Christ already has a place reserved for them. If you are here today and you say, Pastor, I'm not sure that I have that place prepared for me. I'm not sure about where I am with, with God. Now, you may think you're good. I asked somebody one time, well, how are you with the Lord? Well, I'm good with the Lord. I said, now, if I would ask the Lord how you are with him, what would he say? Well, he might say something different. Well, he's the one that's going to be the judge, not you. You ever thought you were looking good and then somebody else told you you wasn't? Uh, honey, the dress look good, but your slip hanging. It is the Lord who's going to say, come on in. You're under the blood. I want everybody to bow your heads today. There are people in this place who have never made a decision for Jesus Christ. Now, what I'm about to ask you is not to get you to join our church. Where you need to join is the body of Christ, the family of God. I don't know where you're from or where you've been or what's going on in your life. It doesn't matter. Jesus Christ came for those who were lost, no matter where you're from, no matter what your past has been, no matter what you're doing right now. You may be addicted to drugs right now. He says, come on, I got you. Your past may be so embarrassing, you don't even want to say anything to anybody. He says, come on, you're the one I came for. Today is your day. And you can say, Pastor, I don't know, but I know I need change in my life. I'm ready to accept what Jesus Christ has already done. You can't fix it on your own. He's already fixed it. He says, it's finished. All you got to do is just come and plug in. 
and say, Lord, what you've done for me, I accept it, and I want you to be my Lord and Savior, and I want you to direct my life from now. I don't know how to do that as well, but I'm asking you to come into my heart and change my life. If that's you right now, and you're saying, Pastor, I believe you're talking to me. You're talking to me. You're thinking about that. I want you to raise your hand right now and say, Pastor, I'm ready for change. Today is the day. Wherever you are, any place in the building, just lift your hand. This is a good day to make sure that you know where your eternal destination is. I don't want you to leave here. If you're standing before the judgment seat of Christ, I want you to hear my voice saying, make a decision for Christ and make that decision today. Just because you go to church don't mean that you've made that decision for Christ. I went to church all of my young life, all the way through high school. I went to church every Sunday morning, every Sunday night. I went every Tuesday night, every Friday when church was going on. We were there. We were there for the revivals. We were there for youth meetings, but I was not saved. I was not saved. I knew I wasn't, but I was in church. Being in church doesn't save you. Being in Christ saves you. This is Pastor Jerry G. Martin, and every year this time, our focus turns to the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. That's the good news. The bad news is it seems like we only wait until this time of the year to really focus on what Jesus Christ did for us. For every believer, every day, we should be thankful to the Lord that he gave his life for us so that we do not have to perish, but we can live an abundant life and we can escape the fires of hell and spend eternity with God in heaven. Jesus came to seek and to save those who are lost. What is he going to save us from? Eternal damnation and hell fire. Those of you who are listening to me right now, you may be at church, but you may not be in church. That means that you're just going through the motions, you're just attending, but you're not connected with God. This is the season to remind us of why Jesus Christ came in the first place, and he came to save a lost and dying world. You can make that decision even now to give your life to Jesus Christ. I give you this opportunity to be my guest at the Light of the World. We meet each Sunday at 10 a.m., at 16161 Old Humble Road. You can meet Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, and you can join with the family of believers that will help you to grow and fulfill God's will and purpose in your life. If you would like to listen to this message again or previous broadcasts, go to our new website at lowcf.org. Again, that's lowcf.org. Now for the light of the world, this is Pastor Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you and we'll be with you again next time.